Okay, there's two readings this morning, and the first one is in Ecclesiastes 3, and it's verses 1 to 8. There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under heaven. A time to be born, and a time to die. A time to plant, and a time to uproot. A time to kill, and a time to heal. A time to tear down, and a time to build. A time to weep, and a time to laugh. A time to mourn, and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones, and a time to gather them. A time to embrace, and a time to refrain. A time to search, and a time to give up. A time to keep, and a time to throw away. A time to tear, and a time to mend. A time to be silent, and a time to speak. A time to love, and a time to hate. A time for war, and a time for peace. I now turn to Micah. And it's chapter one. No, it's not. It's Micah four, verse one. In the last days, a mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills and the peoples will stream to it. Many nations will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between many peoples and will will settle disputes for strong nations far and wide, and they will beat the swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, and there's, nor will they train for war anymore. Every man will sit under his own vine and under his own fig tree, and no one will make them afraid, for the Lord Almighty has spoken. All the nations may walk in the name of their gods. We will walk in the name of the Lord, our God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. 
We pray for those left homeless or as refugees, those who have lost their livelihoods and security, and those who still live in a daily fear for their lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for children who have been orphaned, parents who mourn their children, husbands and wives who have lost their partners, countless families whose lives will never be the same again. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Can I just ask you all to stand, please, for our two minutes of silence? Friends, let us remember in silence before God all those who have died in war. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Almighty Father, you call your children to live as brothers and sisters in love and harmony, and have given your Son to be our Saviour, the Prince of Peace. Grant that we, who are called by his name, may yield our lives to your service and strive for reconciliation, understanding and peace in all our relationships. For the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us now just remain standing to sing a very well-known hymn.
Thine be the glory. Let us pray. We pray for those in the armed forces charged with keeping the peace in countries across the world, their work involving months away from their family and friends, and often danger to themselves. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the world leaders and the rulers the politicians and the diplomats, those whose decisions and negotiations affect the lives of so many and in whose hands peace ultimately lies. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
Reading from the NIV, John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. Then the Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. This is my command, love each other. On a day like today, I was praying and asking the Lord, what can I just share with you as just one simple thought? And it is this, it's verse 17. This is my command, love each other. This verse in John's gospel is what we call a transition verse. We can look back today to our past and things that have happened, but this morning we all have a future. And our future is based on Jesus' words. He gives us an instruction he wants to guide us. He wants to love us. He wants us to move us forward together and on our own. And we often need God's help at those times when we struggle. And I think these are words of comfort for us. But yet they're quite strong as a command as we think of the armed forces who have to be obedient to higher ranks above. As I thought about these verses just recently... I thought about the first command or the first words that God said audibly. He said, let there be light so that we could see. I want to encourage us today to be men and women and boys and girls of light. Help us to love one another. We have the example of Jesus who was obedient to his father in heaven, who obeyed the commands that he was given him. But Jesus also gave uh, guidance and expectations to his disciples for them to follow him. And as we leave our service today, 
I think that those words are of both instruction, but also of love, that we might love one another. Our final prayer. Before we sing our final hymn, and then an act of commitment. Lord of all, give wisdom to all who work for peace so that a more secure future may be ensured for all. Give courage to those who strive for justice, so that the causes of conflict may be overcome. Give strength to those who seek to break down barriers, that divisions over race, colour, creed and culture may be ended. Grant that wherever war or the threat of war continues to haunt lives, a way of reconciliation may be found and harmony established between people and nation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Amen. Let's stand to sing our final hymn together this morning, O Jesus, I Have Promised.
British remain standing, please. I'd like us to read that last sentence out together, but I'll just start off. Let us pledge ourselves anew to the service of God and our fellow men, that we may be peacemakers in our homes, in our community, our country, and in our world. Lord God, we pledge ourselves to serve you and all mankind in the cause of peace and for the relief of want and suffering. Give us wisdom, give us courage, give us hope, and keep us always faithful. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you. 